Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of Nick, and with me, as always, Jermaine Gator. And today, coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios at Top Shooters in Columbia, Illinois, we will be smoking another selection from the June My Monthly Cigars box. Darn right, we will. Yes, I'm a little distracted because I'm watching my Bitcoin. Yes, Jeff is his. He's doubled down on the investments. He's now not just in Dogecoin, he's also in Bitcoin and a whole lot of other junk stocks. <laughs> <laughs> it's working. Jeff just seems to like. See what Jeff tends to do is it, it's the same theory he has in life as it pertains <laughs> to women. He goes to parties. Now he, you're going to be a dick. He goes to parties and he finds that ugly girl in the corner that everybody else has kind of ignored. And then he goes over and showers a little bit of attention on they it. They'd love to. And when they like give him a kiss, then he's happy. In this case, what Jeff does is he finds stocks that tank one day, goes in, buys a little bit of it. And when they tick up the next day, he then bails out of it real quick with, like, right. a, with like a 4% return and he's happy. Oh, yeah. So he's day trading. But I can't day trade because you can't day trade on uh, but that's essentially, Robinhood. But that's essentially what I'm day doing. after trading. You're essentially day trading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. It's actually making money. But that is not <laughs> stock advice because neither <laughs> one of us are licensed no, professionals. No. We don't want anybody following any sort of financial advice given on this show. No. 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 So today we're going to be smoking uh, the Arganese Maduro. It is a 5x50 Robusto with a Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper, uh, Habano binder, and Nicaraguan filler. And uh, again, this uh, cigar comes to us via the June My Monthly Cigars box. Yes, it does. So, I guess we'll go ahead and prep the cigars, and then we can get into talking about whatever the hell we're going to talk about today. If you don't mind, I'll get mine out of the cellophane. So it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar and... uh, God dang it. Mmm, smells good. All right, Jeff, come on. The little bit I've gotten out so far. Come on now. They pack them in there. They really don't. It does smell good. Oh my God. You can tell summer is fast approaching. The flies are out in force. Yes, we're getting swarmed. I think it's because it's going to rain. Oh, that could be. Yeah. They always tend to swarm before it rains. Dear God, Jeff. Got it. Thank you. Anyway. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So, oh, smelling the foot. Mm. Smelling the foot. Kind of earthy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, real, actually. Real, real earthy I uh, odor to the. Not odor sounds. Aroma. Aroma. I, I, odor sounds like such yeah, a negative. Odorous is bad. It's a negative word. Yes. Aroma is a much better word. So, yes. Anyway, so yeah, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. And the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over at Riverman Cigar Company. We Crest- do love Dan. Crestwood, Missouri. Our man Dan over there. Guys, great selection of cigars. You need to get by there. I was over there not too terribly long ago, and he uh, he has in those new uh, Mildias, um, the, the new limited edition size yeah. of the Mildias. And I've got one of those in my travel humidor that I picked up from him. Oh, look at you. Well, he's got the new uh, uh, studio sponsor shout out here, Jerry Tobacco yes, Aladino. He's yes. got the new uh, Lons- or not Lonsdale, uh, the uh, Lanceros. Yeah, he's got the Cameroon and the Vintage Edition Lanceros and the Vintage Edition Toro, which I like that Vintage Edition Toro. Yeah, so, good cigar, good cigar, good cigar. Well, anything by Jerry, precisely. And I'm not just saying that because they sponsor the show. No, I'm saying it because it's true. We like we were we were clients before we, yes, were, we were we were sponsored. Yep. So yep, we liked it so much we got them to advertise. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, Dan and Husto have a really good relationship. Yeah, so, Husto's you know, good people. He is. He is. But anyway, guys, you need to swing on by Riverman Cigar Company. It's fantastic people. I mean, I don't know how to tell you this. Dan and Jane, um, and Cindy, they're 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 salt of the earth. Yep. They're the people that you want to hang out with and have a cigar with. So do yourself a favor and go hang out and have a cigar with them. And uh, I don't think there's any better advice on the planet. No, and if you're not in the St. Louis area and you can't just swing on by and have a cigar with them, then do yourself a favor and give them a call because they do mail order and you can have a box of cigars shipped to your uh, your door right away. Yep. So that's Riverman Cigar Company. 
Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. So, give this guy a cut here. Cut away. I hit a button. Do I sound louder now? You do. What was it? I, it was that button. I don't know. It might have been causing me problems for quite some time. Because mm-hmm. I keep having to amp up my track whenever I edit. You always say that I'm louder, but yeah. Well, whenever I edit the show, I always have to amp up my track considerably. I wonder if you've been picking up on the board all this time. No, I haven't been picking. There's no microphone on the board. Yeah, but when the mics are off, it still picks up, remember? I don't know why that is. Oh, yeah, I don't know. But, yep, yeah, I don't know. You know what I just realized? What? We don't have an ashtray. We do not. We do not have and an I ashtray. And I hate to say it, I don't see one. I don't go... see one anywhere. Yep. Well, we're just going to have to ash off the deck here. We're sitting Woo! in the pagoda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sitting in the pagoda at Top Shooter. I just, just winged the, uh, the schmutz, the schmuckus out of the uh, you made it the SV cutter there over yep. to the Coming over to the straight. side there and yeah I did make that you know why because I'm good like that well cold draw time so cold draw indeed Ooh. it's fruity hmm there is a sweetness to it yeah it's that Maduro sweetness mm-hmm. that's kind of good kind of that kind of that Raisiny sweetness uh-huh. to to the to the Maduro there. It's good. I like it. I do too. Cold retro. Oh God, must we? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. So, all right, all right. You're doing it. So, what did you get while I do it? Sweetness. Raisins. Same damn thing. You know why? Because <laughs> it's the same damn thing as a cold draw. Not always. You know, maybe you're just not doing your cold draw good or right. And I've had other people back me up on that. Not always. Maybe you're just not doing the cold draw right. Well, how else do you do a cold draw? Well, maybe you should take it through the nose like you do your cold retro. What? What I'm so saying. put the cigar to my nose and then suck no, in? No, like no, 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 what no, no. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. I don't condone that, by the way. Give this guy a light here. I'm not going to snort my cigar. I'm not advocating that. Kind of what no, like. what I was saying. Never mind. I think that's what everyone heard. <sighs> I know it's what I heard. Anyway. Okay. Oh yeah. Kicking off a lot of smoke it already. <laughs> As I inhale it. Oh my god. That was not a retro hail, by the way, guys. That was me holding the cigar out, and the wind was taking the uh, smoke directly into my face. Right back at you. And I inhaled, you know, the smoke there. So, for the record, so nobody calls me out and says that I'm not, like, you know, some expert. Where did you get on the stick? It was our our listener from L.A. Mm -hmm. L.A. Mm -hmm. L.A. He called straight from L.A. I was watching Letterkenny the other night, and they they were talking about the people from L.A. I like Letterkenny. L.A. The problem with Letterkenny for me. Watch it with subtitles. Okay. Because that's what you do with Letterkenny. You Letter have to Kenny. focus so hard to understand on, what they're saying. Yep. No, and that's what I'm saying. If you watch Letterkenny but with the subtitles turned on, you're fine. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, the Canadian accent on that show can get a little it thick gets sometimes. Thick, yeah. Now, I'm getting something off of the cigar that I'm not used to. Hmm. And I don't know if you're noticing it, but you might even be able to pick it up on the mic. I'm getting some kind of, like... Almost sandy, crunchy. <laughs> no. I don't know what that is. Did you roll yours in, like, fucking shit before you smoked I, it? I went over, I dropped it in the, the uh, volleyball pit over here. And then the put yours. it back in the cellophane to piss mm-hmm. me off? I was going to say, no, I'm not getting any sandy crunchiness on my uh, Arganese Maduro. so weird. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know what that would it be. It was in the black bag of Bovida Freshness, so I don't, I don't know what it would be. Yeah, I'm getting, like, like crunchy... You know, like when you eat a clam and they're sanded. I mean, is it the cigar or did you like, you know. No. My palate was Snack clean. on playground dirt before you came over here. <laughs> I didn't take a dive. I mean. <laughs> it's like, mmm, I like my playground dirt with chunks of glass and little screws. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is, but it's it's definitely coming off the cigar. I don't know if that's something on the uh, wrapper. I don't know. It's weird. I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, maybe, you know. Did you do a uh, retro hill yet? Not yet. I have 
only really kind of just started the cigar. I can tell it's kind of going to be more of a slow smoker than I would have thought. Yeah. It's got some pepper on the retro. It does it? Yeah. I was trying to figure out what I was picking up on the uh, actual smoke, because there's something there, but I can't put my finger on it. Oh, yeah, there's pepper on Uh the retro. There is indeed some pepper on the retro. I don't know. There's a little bit of a breeze through here, so it's kind of taking the smoke away. Like Yeah. Quickly. Pretty quickly. Now, unfortunately, it's taking it right directly into my face. Yeah, we're so sitting what I, facing into the wind. So, yeah, I probably should have switched sides on the table, but I didn't. But, um, yeah, Rookie that's, mistake. that's something to keep in mind. But, uh, anyway, what have you been up to today, buddy? I've been working my ass off. Yeah, actually working. I am not happy about this. I, I, I actually heard a thing on the radio earlier today that companies are having a problem because the... The owners of the companies are asking people to come back to work. Nobody wants to come back. Nobody wants to go back to work. I think we have turned a corner in this country. I don't believe the five-day-a-week in the office, eight-hour-a-day, 40-hour work week is going to be a thing anymore. I think companies are going to have to find ways to allocate some uh, flexible time in terms of being able to work from home. Yeah. They said uh, in the, the same report that I heard... They said, I guess, about 25% of the companies are back to full in-person work. I mean, I met a, I, I, I've got a friend that um, they, they work for a company. I'm not going to say which company. And prior to COVID, they were working from home one day a week. And COVID hits, now they're five days a week at home. Yeah. And the long and short of it is they get up at 7, log into their computer, they're done with their workday by 3, which yep. is when their, their kid gets off school. And then they have the whole rest of the evening to spend with their kid. Yeah. And it's like, you know, that, that kind of works out well. It you does. Know? And it's- if they have something during the day, they go and do it. And then maybe they work an extra hour that evening. I'm going to say this, and I'm not going to be popular. And I'm sure some of the listeners are going to get mad at me. This is my experience. So I'm not, this is my anecdotal view on things. I've had people in the past that have worked from home. Some are not honest. Yes. yes. I, will, I, I think that's where you're going with this. I will tell you I'm paying 40 hours for about 20 hours worth of work. Yeah. In some cases. Now, I'm not saying everyone does that, but it does happen. It does. And that's, and that's the one thing when people are in the office that you can at least kind of keep an eye on, monitor, yeah, track. But let's be real. I've been to your office. How much time is jacking around, being social amongst everybody? You know, hey, let's all go out to lunch, and then it's like two we, hours. We do that, doing that. We do that you once see, or twice you know, a week. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a fair amount of like jacking around time when you're actually in the office I'm as not, well. Yeah, but what you're running into there is it, it helps with that collaboration. And now that I'll give you, and that's something that I have lost at my newspaper is um, team team kind of collaboration yeah. and and uh, some, some of you may not know nick actually gave up his uh newspaper office during covid, COVID as a cost-cutting measure yeah. so everybody's working remotely i have a reporter that the only time i've ever set eyes on this woman is when i met her in the parking lot of the panda express to get her tax paperwork for her so that i could have that on file for for payroll I have never laid eyes on this car. I mean, my, my the interview was by phone, and all other interaction has been by mostly by text message, to believe it or not. Yeah. Like, I, I, but that, I'm I, trying to think of the last time I've actually talked to her. I'm guessing she's 25 or under. Um, you know, that's a good question. I don't even know how old she is. Well, and you can't ask it, but. Well, I mean, I could know based off her tax paperwork, but I don't have that There is a handy. huge difference with somebody my age. As opposed to somebody that's, you know, 18 to 25. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because, you know, when, when I came up in the work world, text messages weren't a thing. I remember when we got our first fax machine. Ooh, look at you. Yeah, I remember. Fancy Dana there. I got, uh, I took over the paper. Did in, you have the uh, bag phone in the car? Okay. I took over the paper in Waterloo, Illinois. And that was the first time that I had a cell phone. Yeah. And it was actually one. It wasn't even a bag phone in the car. It was. Fixed. Like a car phone? It was fixed Oh, it was an actual car. car phone. And I had to take it up and get the antenna ran up, like, through the inside of the car, uh-huh. and it was attached. Um, you know, so that, that was the first cell phone that I ever had, was my work phone that was literally attached to the to the car. Mm. So, you know, I go way, 
<laughs> you know, I mean, let's be honest. I started working in the mid-80s. I remember my dad getting a car phone. Mm-hmm. My brother and I always wanted to make calls on it, and he always said no because it probably cost him like $8,000 a call. Oh, it was, <laughs> and that's just it. It was really expensive during the day. Now, I could call on it after 9 o'clock, yeah. and then I don't know what time it kicked back in in the morning, if it was 6 or 8, but like I could make calls after 9. Well, who was going to call on the work phone after 9? You know, that was, it was free nighttime, um, you know, and now calls are just free, you know. I, Mistresses. That's who you call after nine on your with, work call. With my with my work phone. That's I mean, a that's a good idea. Yeah, I didn't say it was smart. No, but, no. You know, if but, your bosses are calling their mistresses, then who's going to bust you? And I may have talked about this on the show before, <laughs> but I remember when uh, I took over the radio station. You know, a couple three years back, we had a video that was up on the radio station. <laughs> What's that? I'm still laughing at the mistresses thing. Anyway, yeah. you abused yourself. I did amuse myself but actually. I, I remember. We had um, some old, like, remote phones Yeah, you know, we would use for radio remotes. Like, we would take them out and call in from Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. They were rotary phones. And I remember a couple of 20-somethings were going to go do a remote. They didn't know how to work the rotary phone. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. They couldn't. That I mean, they, me. they, they, they were like monkeys beating on it with a rock. I mean, Jeff, I'm, I'm going to turn 40 in November, and realistically, like... The day and age of the rotary phone to where I would have used a phone. Yeah. That was even past me. I mean, I wow. br- I had the house phone that was attached to the wall and you, you know, it was but corded you had the and everything. Button phone. But it was a button. Yeah. It wasn't a rotary phone at that yeah. point. So realistically, yeah, the day and age of the rotary phone, even technically, I probably was around for it. But you would know how to use it in a pinch. Oh, I know how to use a yeah. rotary phone. Yeah, all day. Yeah. But they'd I'd, never seen one before. Yeah. Okay. And that just amazes me. Things have changed so much just in my lifetime. Interesting. Well, there you yeah. go. I mean, you know, when, when I started working in Technology, the Technology, it's a bitch. It, well, <laughs> and you know, think, think of the advances we've made. Like, I started working in the mid to late 80s. And when I first went to work um, at the newspaper, I was actually basically in charge of our darkroom. I got yeah. that turned over to me, and I processed all the film. And I actually processed film with chemical and... I used to love doing that. Oh, I miss it. I had so much fun in the dark room. Yeah. Like in college and everything. Oh, yeah. So much fun. And, and I'll tell you, there's something about that... Oh, it's cooler. ...that even to this day translates into yep. when I'm doing photos in Photoshop. Yeah. And that, that experience, for the most part, is gone. Now, I know Schiller over in St. Louis, they still have a lab and they still process film. And yeah. you know it, that's one of those things. My bathroom where, would make a good dark room. When you oh, think yeah. about when you think about the layout of my place, my bathroom would make a really good dark room. I have a working dark room that I keep in a foot locker at the farm. Huh. And I've got the enlarger, I've got the trays. I've even got some dry chemical. I'm not sure if it's still good. Mm. I think it was D76, but I've still got yeah, some Yeah, you of the realistically old chemicals. probably need to go get new chemical if you're going to do that. Well, and where do you get it now? Schiller's. That would be main. I, I. That may be the only place you could that find. That would it. be the only place I would think of. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you so. need you need the uh, the activator, the D seventy six, or you know whatever yeah. matches the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know you've got to uh, be able to stop that then. And I think that's a fixer. I think is what it was called, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the dark room was fun, but it's obsolete now. It like is. that's knowledge that I learned that I do nothing with. Yeah, nope. and it, it's amazing. With the way technology has changed and the way now we have cell phones. I mean, I haven't had a landline at my house in 12, 15 years. Well, dude, I mean, let's put it this way. I boxed up my my uh, big digital SLR camera when I shut down my office. Uh-huh. I only just got it out last week. Are you cover anything you have to cover? You just doing it with the cell phone yeah. up to them? Yeah. Any more of the, the camera on the iPhone? Is just as good as long as you get close. You can't zoom with it. Yeah. Anytime you're actually using the zoom, you're killing the resolution of that picture. Yes. Just stand closer. Just yeah. get closer. Well, in your and phone, you've you know, got whatnot. the fancy iPhone with I the do. three lenses and I do. all that. I yeah. Do. Yeah. Yeah. Mine so. doesn't quite have that technology, but no, for a standard, you know, grin and or grip and grin exactly. picture that you exactly. take, it works works great. just fine. Now, you know, for sports and stuff, I still use my big Nikon because I've got, you know, the 70 to 200 lens, oh, vibration yeah, yeah. reduction. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. It, it, it reaches out and touches. It's, it's a good lens. It's my stalker lens. I don't... Uh, 
Wow. There's a lot to unpack there between you calling it your stalker lens and the reach out and touch. Lady, yeah. Ladies, watch out for Jeffrey here. <laughs> so, okay, so we're smoking the Arganese Maduro. Um, I'm a little bit into this thing. Maybe about halfway through the first third, would you say? Yeah, about that. What would you say? Like, uh, what do you think of it? Um, the ash is really nice. Mm-hmm. It's uh, held on really tight. It's burning well. You know, no no complaints about it. No. Flavor on it's all right. Yeah. I mean, I don't really dis- it, it, pick I up anything still distinct. still earthy. Yeah, kind of earthy. Yeah. I don't really pick up anything too distinct. Yeah. Um, I still haven't figured out what the uh, what the little sandy stuff was. That's I don't know if that was off the leaves. Dude, I don't know. I didn't have that on it my... It was gritty. I, yeah, that's just different. You sure it me. wasn't just something in your mouth that... No. You know? No. Maybe you had something sandy for lunch today. I, I don't know. I had a pizza earlier. Yeah, and you pour, and, but there was oh, none that, of that okay, there. okay. No, but in all fairness, you did dump about eight pounds of mozzarella cheese on that pizza. Parm, 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 yeah. not mozzarella. Yes, the 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 powdered parm. Yeah, you know. So Why like, you? I'm just saying, you there might be that that might there, be the grit. There you was might be none of that grit until I cut the cigar, and actually, it's when I did the uh, cold draw mm. is when I started getting it. Well, there you go. Yeah, well, different. I don't know. And I could even hear, like, I don't know if it'll pick up on the mic, but I could hear it crunching. Like, when I'd bite down, it was that's, weird. That's gross. Yeah. It's gross. Well, it's probably just, you know, something off the leaves. Who knows? Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it didn't didn't hurt the flavor of the cigar at all. It's just the textural thing. So, we're sitting out here in the pagoda at Top Shooters. And I'm fucking dying. And Nick it's is on so the hot. face of the sun right now with his back. It's just beating down it's, on him. The sun is just hitting me, and I am sweating. Well, you're the one that wore a sweatshirt. Well, okay. I was out and about doing stuff today. I was delivering things, and but I was mostly in the car. And I kind of assumed that we were going to be doing this later in the evening, as we typically do on Wednesday yeah. nights. But I was done a little early. You were done significantly earlier. started so early. And the thing about it is, I anticipated being out here at like 8.30, 9 o'clock, and instead we're out here at like 5 o'clock. Those three or four hours make a huge difference temperature wise. Big difference. And I am sweating my balls. Not to mention, it was raining before we got here. There's still puddles. Yeah. And that makes it nice and humid. Yes, I'm sweating my balls off. Yeah, there's nothing like humidity in St. Louis. It is really particularly bad. It really is. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. So, what you had shaken? Not a whole lot. I I ran through. uh, Answer McDonald's on my travels today. Some McNuggets. Is that a regular thing? Not really. Yeah. No. I don't like McNuggets while I'm driving because I can't manage the sauce cup all that well. It's it's awkward. You I peel, did. You see, peel the little quarterback and you just drink it. Yeah, that's gross. You suck it out of it. I don't like doing that. I don't like doing that. It's the easiest way not to get it all over it yourself. It is admittedly probably the easiest way, but it's not something I prefer doing. So yeah, I'm not proud, but yeah. I can tell you just ashed all over the floor I there. Did. <laughs> Accidentally. Hey top shooters, that was Jeff. Anyway, of course I'm Hopefully gonna, it gets windy I'm going to be doing it at some point yeah. here. <laughs> um anyway, but yeah, have you ever noticed with McDonald's chicken nuggets though that they're in three shapes? Go ahead. They're the diamonds. Okay, the, I okay. The I round the rounds. Yes. And the boots. It looks like a boot. You know what? I'll give you that. You're right. Uh, I prefer the boots. I think they taste a little better. You're insane. Uh, no, insane is what I want to do, and I just haven't had the balls to do it. What's that? I want to go through the drive-through and order like a twenty-piece McNugget, but all boots, <laughs> just to see like how much they spit in it. Well, <laughs> I want to hear the reaction of the guy on the other end of the squawk box when I do that. <laughs> just like I'm sorry, you want what now? You know. You know what he's gonna do? He's gonna. Oh, we got another one. Mmm. Oh, so you're assuming this is, like, something people have done. I don't know. That did not work I tried at all. To, I tried to ash your ball that ash uh, on the other side of the bench there. Yeah, he, he I failed. I failed, failed miserably. Yeah, horribly. It, it hit the bench. And it's just sitting there now. It's just sitting there mocking me. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, I am, 
I'm not a professional basketball player. I want to throw out something to you. Oh, God. And I don't know much about it. Are you bored so. with the chicken nugget thing? I think you're bored with the chicken nugget thing. Oh, God. Everyone's bored with the chicken oh, nugget thing. But I tried to indulge it as long as I could. The rapper just is coming you off. It. Well, it's coming off with my band. Oh, that's not good. See? Oh. Ooh, it did. Yeah. Didn't, it's, it's odd. It peeled slightly, but didn't crack crack. It's like it... I don't know. It must be a thick wrapper because it's like the outer layer of the wrap. Anyway, whatever. Anyway, so okay, what do you, you indulge me? So what do you what do you got now? A piece of cigar news. What? I know who knew on a you? cigar podcast. You okay? And I know very little about this. I just saw it pop up. The oh, other day. of course, you're going to throw something out that you know nothing about. Well, of course, and hope that I know it? something about How it. How long have you known me? Good point. Did you see the story the other day that J.C. Newman is trying to work out importing Cuban tobacco? I did see that, and I did. Not, I will admit I did not read the article. Yeah, I'm intrigued by this. I'm intrigued by it for the prospect that it would be neat to see a company take some Cuban tobacco and blend it with other New World tobaccos, yeah. Nicaraguan, Honduran, yeah. Dominican, just to see kind of what they could do with it. Because, I mean, let's be real. When you get Cuban cigars, they're Cuban tobacco. Yeah. You know, and it'd be interesting to see the blending process using Oh, Cuban it could open tobacco. up a whole new world. Now, you know they already have some Cuban tobacco. I do know that from you our trip You do know that. There. from yes. yes, exactly. They have an entire, like, what, bale of it. a whole bale of it. whole bale of it in the basement there at the uh, El Relo factory. Yep. That, um, that if you take the tour... You can actually see. Yeah, and uh, basically it was what, uh, Drew's grandfather? I believe so. I think it was Drew's grandfather that um, procured it, and they had it when the embargo went into effect. Yes. And they just kind of stuck it aside. It and may be the single bale of Cuban tobacco, legal in, Cuban tobacco in left the United in the States. Yeah. Exactly. And they don't do anything with it. It's just a showpiece more than anything, but... You know, it's, it's a trophy, but it's one of those things yeah. where, like, if somebody says, "Do you guys have any Cuban tobacco here?" They could take it to the basement and be like, "Here, here's a whole bale of it." Here, yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we actually got to see that mm-hmm. on that tour, and it, I know we've talked about it before, but if you have not gone down and taken the tour, I want to go back to Tampa. Oh God, I know. that that's kind of like <sighs> that tour is worth going I, to Tampa for. I would love to go back to Tampa. Realistically, I'd like to make it back down there this year. Logistically, I don't know if that's possible. I'm but planning on it. It would be really nice to get yeah. down there. Well, the, the, me, the travel thing that I want to do this year, I really want to get to the Northeast. I want to go see the Cigar Authority. I, I want to get do. to the Northeast. I know you do. Dave Dave basically gave us the invitation that we could come stay at his house for a couple of weeks. Now, I didn't I know hear that. I know you to take I him up on it. did not hear that. All I heard was on that after. said. On that after show, they said hey that. Hey, guys, they come stay at the house. Talked about coming on the show. I didn't hear anything about the house. I really didn't hear anything about the house. You and I may have just been listening to a different. I yeah. think you have just completely made up an entire after show of the Cigar Authority in your head. I mean, I'll make them dinner but I'd like, night. But I'd like to go up there. I'd like to see the shops and you know actually see it all. And Oh, I could take some you know, kale whatnot. out of my garden. Yes, because those guys would totally appreciate kale. Well, Mr. Jonathan probably would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take some of my kale. I have good kale. Nick had some the other day. It what was, were your thoughts on it? Uh, it was garnish. <laughs> I even cooked it with kale, sausage for you. Kale is nothing but the garnish that was on somebody's plate with steak, and they were still hungry, so they ate that. And the like restaurant owner was like, "Hey, they're eating the garnish. They must like it. Let's put it in something." I mean, kale is it, kale is what the food eats. Jeff, I like kale. Kale's gross. I like kale. I'm sorry, kale's gross. I juice it. It's it's just gross. There's nothing better than and cooking you know it what? down with like and you know what happened? Pork fat. The, oh, the food lobby deemed it a superfood just so that people would actually eat it. That's because it's healthy for you. That's bullshit. Superfood, superfood, my ass. I fed him one thing in the last twenty years that was healthy, and he's bitched about it ever since. I have not. I only bitch about it when you bring it up. <laughs> I don't talk about it on the regular. I gave him lettuce one time, and he let it wilt down in his car. Now that was, admittedly, my fault, and it was, um, it was, it was a flaw. So the long and short of that was, <laughs> we got into John's car, if for you recall, our mutual friend John, yes. and I left it in John's car. Yeah, 
Well, hopefully John took it and ate it. Cause he, I don't know. Yeah. All I know is I left it, and I forgot about it, and it was dead. My lettuce is prized by people. I don't know why. Your balls are all up in it. Well, only when I take my naked gardening picture. I mean... I hid behind the kale this year. Okay, so everybody, keep in mind, don't eat... Oh, God, I ate the kale. (laughs) (laughs) I was just about to say, don't eat the kale. I ate the kale. Did you feed me ball kale? I fed you ball kale, brother. You motherless fuck. (laughs) And I laughed, and I laughed. You fed me ball kale. I just sat there and watched you eat it and just grinned. Oh, my God, you fed me ball kale. I did. Yep. My boys were rubbing up against that kale before you ate it. God, I'm feeling nauseous. You put something in your mouth that my genitals touched. Oh, God, I'm feeling nauseous. (laughs) I'm feeling nauseous. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, my God. I actually hadn't thought about that until just now. I actually make it a rule not to put anything in my mouth that your genitals may have been near, but now it's like... (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Anyway. So, I don't know how we went from a, from buying Cuban tobacco to ball kale, but we have been all over the board today. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you'll have that. It happens. From time to time. Yeah. People, let's be real. People listening to this should expect that. That's true. I mean, now, our trains of thought are like... <laughs> in a weird spir- we track. spirally pattern all over the place. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, they, no straight track here. No. So uh, you were asking about work earlier. Tomorrow is my big job fair. Oh, boy. I got the. So now you have to work tomorrow, too? Yes. Oh I my had to God, work three days in a row, and this oh is a bitch. Oh, God. So I got the bright idea. Nobody, it, no business in Southern Illinois can find employees right now. So I got I got this bright idea to hold a job fair that the paper would host. And we've got about, I think, 22, 23 uh, employers coming tomorrow. And there are hundreds of jobs available because a couple of them are actually uh, um, like staffing agencies for multiple businesses throughout Southern Illinois. Yeah. Like factory jobs, all, you know, good jobs, benefits, that kind of thing. And so there are just literally hundreds of jobs available at this job fair. I'm scared to death no one's going to show up to apply oh that's my fear you know we had a job fair well i didn't but like the chamber of commerce and county had a job fair up in o'fallon the other day and they were afraid of the same thing and yeah i mean dude like 75 people rolled through there by the time it was all said and done and you know one girl got a job like on the spot you yeah. know so you know it's one of those things that no you you can't lead a you can lead a horse to water. You can't force it to drink. In this yeah. case, guys, you, you put together the oasis, and we'll see if anybody shows up. Yeah, you know, I mean, and there's so I would many hope I would hope to God that somebody would, considering exactly there's so many people out of work and there's so many businesses. I mean, dude, I rolled by a fast food place the other day, and painted on the front window of this place was um, a notice that they were offering a $50 signing bonus to coming and work for them. I mean, What did you say, at a Wendy's? This was at a Wendy's. Yeah. I mean, for God's sakes, when you're getting a signing bonus to work at a Wendy's, yeah. you know things are really messed up. Yeah. But here we are. This is the world we live in. Well, and I know the McDonald's in uh, Waterloo, Illinois, actually, because I went through the other day and got a tea, and they actually have a sign-up on the window they're hiring, and they're they're paying over minimum wage to start. Because they can't get anyone to work. And I'm going to get political for a second, and I apologize to everybody in the audience, but that extra $300 is not helping employers right now. No. That extra 300 of the unemployment. No, it's Because not. it's making it just enough that people don't want to get off of it and go back to work. Yeah. Yeah. It's, no, I get it. You know, and it was 600 Well, you couldn't get a soul to talk to you then. No, I mean, it's, it's still not great, but, you know. And I've had people argue that with me. They said, well, I can't believe you think $600 would keep somebody from, you know, taking a job. And I said, yeah, it's $600 on top of the unemployment. It's uh-huh. not just $600. That's exactly it. It's it's a lot. Yeah. In, yeah. in Illinois, because I, I did the math on this, uh, when it was $600 was, was the extra you were getting each week. If you were making $600 before you went on unemployment, you have a non-working spouse and a child at home. You've got, in Illinois, you would get $388 plus the $600. Oh, wow. So if you were making 600 a week, all of a sudden now you're making 
what almost a thousand dollars. And why would anyone give that up to go back to the six hundred a week? Yep, no, yeah, it's true. And it, it it goes back to what I've said before that politicians have the best of intentions and often the worst of outcomes when they do things. They should have made the six hundred or now three hundred, I think it is, portable. So if you in re-enter the workforce, you get to keep that extra money for a period of time, or maybe even a sliding scale where three hundred for the first month, two hundred for the next month. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, each week. Yeah. And that way it's an incentive to go back to work. Right mm-hmm. now we're incenting people not to do it. Yep, it's true. And as an employer, that's not good. I've had three full time positions open since close to the beginning of COVID, I can't find anybody to even apply for them. I I get it. It's amazing. And this is the world we live in where Wendy's is offering a $50 signing bonus. Exactly. I'm surprised it's not higher, to be honest. I've seen places that are and places Uh that realistically would not be. Well, I know one restaurant in O'Fallon, it's a more of a, more of a sit down, you know, waiter, waitress kind of restaurant, you know, and uh, everything. They're doing, I think, a $500 signing bonus if you stick around for six months. Wow. I mean. That's amazing. That's that's a lot of money. You shanked your ash kit ball there, too. I did. Right onto the right rail. Right onto the rail. Yeah. I mean, there's ash everywhere. We've the, made the, a mess the of this The rail, pagoda. the floor, the bench. I mean, yeah. it's like there's just ash everywhere here. We're savages. Um, but no, exactly. They're offering 500 bucks for six months of work on top of the salary you On top you'd be of making. what you're making and the and, tips. And the thing is, I know for a fact that they're so understaffed. That whoever gets a job at this place is going to have just tons of hours. Well, and that's the other thing that I've noticed, too. And I'm sorry we went off of this tangent, guys. Just bear with us. But, like, I know businesses that are closing early because they can't staff. Mm-hmm. They've had to reduce their hours and consolidate the people they have to be able to stay open till 4 where they used to stay open till 9 p.m. I mean, the Denny's in my area shuts down by, I think, 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I mean, Denny's, Denny's is shutting down at Which 5 p.m. Which used to be 24 hours. Yeah. yeah. Now it's shutting down at 5 p.m. Yeah. It's a crazy world, man. It is. It really is. So, Well, let's check in. Let me look at my Bitcoin. I was say, you look at your Bitcoin, <laughs> and in the meantime... Guess what, motherfucker? <laughs> it's time for three cigars that we smoked and enjoyed this dude, week. Dude, I'm up to a 7.8% return. Well, there you go. Yeah, I'm getting there. I said I was going to bail at 8, so if it makes it to 8, I'm cashing out on the bitcoin well there you it's go it's climbing all right so let's check out some of the cigars that we smoked and enjoyed and by this the way week. for those listening we're recording this on wednesday so if bitcoin's already tanked or skyrocketed by friday when this comes out yeah. you'll, you'll know if i chose wisely or not by bailing out probably not yeah doubtful i'm, I'm guessing probably not yeah. so are you ready you want to go first or should i go i first? will go first okay i and i believe we got this at the smoke pit we did get that at the smoke yep. pit. I know exactly. It's you, a, uh, you just finished that cigar. Yeah. Actually, you didn't finish it. You put it down and let it go out, and you're going to relight it when I we're am. done. Exactly. In this order for us to, drive me to do this. So, yeah. It's the uh, 1502. It's the Emerald. Mm-hmm. And it's the logo on the back is GPC. I don't know what that company is. I hate to admit that. But this is a peppery. Oh, did yeah, you see that? You did it. You I did cleared it. the bench. You did. <laughs> it's a peppery little cigar. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure we, we smoked it. that on the show. Yeah, I think we did. When we did the uh, episode from the smoke pit. Yeah. and um, Or we did A1502. I don't know if it was that one now that I think about it, but it was a good cigar. Yes. So, yeah. It, yep. But like I said, it's been peppery. It was my third cigar of the day, so this is number four that we're doing now. But uh, it's it's been a good cigar, and I've enjoyed it. I am at the halfway point of this Arganese Maduro. and uh, Arganese. There, I did the pirate. Arganese. Yeah, I, it's still cigar. Yeah. It's not really like changing too terribly much. Earthy. The, yeah, the earthy, the, you know, but it's not really changing a whole lot. It's just kind of like we're gonna we're gonna throw this in cigar. in between our uh, cigars of the uh, week. Let's do the retro hail. Okay, all right, mid mid cigar retro hail here. Whoa, damn! Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, oh man, the pepper. That is a oh my god, the, the pepper quotient has increased, Whoa. and it's oh still my god, there. It's like lingering. yeah, it's not going away. Yeah, that's got a long finish to it. Uh, the pepper quotient has increased significantly. Yeah. That watered the on eyes. The, oh man, yeah, on this cigar. So, woo! All right then. Okay, so back to your uh, cigar. Um, my first cigar uh, for this past week that I smoked and enjoyed um, was the. Uh, 
Oh my god, HVC hotcake. Oh, okay. um, I also got that. Oh <coughs> my god, I'm breathing in the yeah. smoke off of the cigar. It's that's, rolling it's back, rolling back at me. HVC hotcake, Corona Gorda. Um, I got that at the smoke pit when when we were out there in April as well, and I've just been kind of sitting on them. And it was a good little cigar, man. It's uh, it's a tight cigar. Yeah, like if I like. I'm trying to think back of all of them. They all kind of been a bit of a tight draw, but it was good. It was it was it kind of a beef jerky kind of thing going yeah. on with it, which it's not pancakes, but you know whatever. That, the beef jerky always reminds me of the Toscano of that of that uh, mm-hmm. fire roasted, you know, tobacco or fire cured. Yeah, yeah, that always reminds me of that when I when I hit that on a cigar. Well, there you go. So my second cigar of the week was a big bastard. Oh. The I smoked. Rancho Luna. I smoked one of those today while driving because yeah. I just I wanted to light up one cigar and not have to like worry about. Oh no, it's you know, an all-day smoke. I was gonna say it yeah. was a long smoke. So that little sucker um, comes uh-huh. to us little? again, little, yeah, by courtesy of our friends over at Jerry Tobacco, and that is a cigar, buddy. That was the Rancho Luna Habano. It was a seven by seventy Grande, I believe it was. Yeah, yeah. it's seven by seventy, and yeah. It's holy, yeah! It was a good smoke. I, I, like I said, hours. I smoked it earlier today, and so I can actually speak to that one. Yeah, it took and me that hours. One, yeah, that one was a, a good long smoke, but it was good. I mean, it's it's. I set that thing down and relit it. But I'll tell you, four I'll times. tell you though, and and I'm going to say this: no disrespect to Jerry. We love you guys. It's a great cigar. Yeah. I hate that size. Yeah, you I, used to like the I, big cigars. I, I, I went through a phase of the seven by seventies, and you know what it was? It was a, it was you and your dollar cost average. It was the same thing. Yeah, it was. I could spend X amount on a Toro. I could spend X amount plus maybe seventy five cents to a dollar on a on a six by sixty. Yep. Or I could spend X amount plus maybe like a buck fifty on um one of the seven by seventies. You liked and so like they're smoking a big obnoxious giant cigar. You I got did. off on that for I, a while for a little while, yep. and uh, boy, that got real old real quick and. And now, yeah, I don't, I don't dig the six, seven by seventies anymore, yeah. man. That was it was a good smoke, though. It was a good smoke. I mean, it it's just a great smoke. Forever. The construction on it was really, really good. Yeah, I would say though that the size is just, it's too much. I just, I, you know, and look, there are guys. You normally don't complain about taking too much. Oh Jesus, there are guys <laughs> that really like the seven by seventies. There's a whole crew of them over at Riverman. Yes, that love the seven by seven, and they're they like big cigars in general. I guess uh, is it JFR or Asylum? I think it's Asylum. It's coming out with a nine by ninety. Oh my god! And they're like chomping at the bit for well, it over there. And we got Martinez that sent us those those one forty the, the bazooka the yeah. hundred and forty ring gauge cigar. Yeah. I actually am at the point that I'm contemplating the idea of bringing that up and giving it to this guy Chris over there and being all like, "You can have this, but we're gonna go Instagram live and you're gonna smoke it and give the reviews and everything." I like that. While like I sit here and watch because yeah. like I don't want to smoke this yeah. thing. This thing is just I want to take I mean, it dude, apart and roll it into five that other is cigars. Literally twice the size, like circumference wise, of this Rancho Luna. Yeah. And I mean, I struggled with that. Yes. So well, like, and I had trouble cutting it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's it's too much. It's just too much. Too much. But it was a good smoke. It was. It was indeed. I've I've said and I still say it. I've never smoked anything by uh, JRE that I didn't like. I like the smoke, but my God, that was a big cigar. So my next one is. Um, the uh, one of the favorites here on the show, and one of the favorites that's uh, picking up steam all over the place. It's the uh, Perdomo Reserve 10th Anniversary Maduro, the Blue Band. Oh yeah, I had that. Like that. I had that the other night while I was laying out my newspaper, and man, it's just a good cigar. That those cocoa notes and everything that yeah. come through on it, and you know, it's a soft box press, but it, it's so good. I like it so much. Well, there you go. I'm going to give myself a shameless cheap plug on number three. Oh, God. Here we go. When I was down shearing the uh, alpacas, I had a gator. Oh, okay. And I'm telling you, I, you know what? They blended it to what I wanted, and they, Martinez was dead on with it, and I loved my cigar. I talked to a, a friend of ours. He actually won our first contest ever, our friend Craig, that won our first giveaway on the show uh, for signing up for the newsletter. I ran into him today. And he was asking me, he said, do you have any bishops or gators? And uh, I said, no, nice, man, I'm, nice. I'm, I'm down to one gator right now. 
He goes, you get your hands on them. I want to get some more. Okay. And I said, well, they've got them, you know, at, at Riverman. They've, they're getting them now at the Hill. They've got them at Lit Cigars. He goes, man, I'm never up in St. Louis. He goes, well, just pick them up for me and I'll pay you for them. I'm there like, you go. Okay. I'll work something out. <laughs> there you go. But, and I said, and I even asked him, I said, Craig, which one do you like better? The Bishop or the Gator? Because I was, let's be honest, I was pulling for Team Gator. He likes And mine. he said, I don't know. He oh, said, really? I had four of them because that was, I, I initially hooked him up with two yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, they disappeared so quickly. I liked them both. Oh, wow. Yeah. So his, it, it, we were talking and uh, his, his lovely wife, Lacey, came over and talked to us for a few minutes and she was saying how much she liked uh, one of the infused ones that he had the other day. He's not a, real big on those. Yeah. But he'd smoked an infused and she goes, oh my God, that smelled so good. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I said, well, you, you might want to stock up if you want some of those because they're probably going away. Well, and see, I, I always come back to when I first learned about the Fat Bottom Betty. I was sitting actually right over there at the fire pit here at Top yep. Shooters in one of those Anironic chairs and this... Uh, detective with st louis police department sitting That's there right. with his girlfriend yes. and he's telling me about the fat bottom bettys and everything and she looks at me and she goes the best part is when he's done smoking it making out is so fun because his lips taste so good did you ask to kiss him then no i did not okay good I'm but glad. my point is hey, is that something you would do but i'm saying hey guys if you're <laughs> if you're you know maybe maybe you know sitting around with the wife or girlfriend and everything maybe three you know, or both or both yeah. i mean you know what hey you know light <laughs> you, up you do you light up an acid or a uh, fat bottom betty or something like that and then uh maybe you might taste a little better yeah never know i i love when i get home after we've done this show and chris is like you got to go outside and take those clothes off on the deck because you stink yeah and all your neighbors are like oh shit he's coming outside to strip again exactly <laughs> So my last one is actually a, uh, a CLE product. It was a oh, okay. uh, uh, the CLE Corojo. I have a box of those. Oh, yeah. And um, I bought this box a while back, and I, I break into it just every once in a while. It's yeah. not one that I, like, break into, like, regularly. I'm kind of just, like, piecing it out, like, very, very yeah. slowly. And I saw it while going through the humidors looking for something different to smoke and everything, and I saw that box. I'm like, you know what? I haven't had one of those in a while. Yep. And I had just smoked earlier that day the uh What are you throwing the, in a fourth stick? Well I You're throwing in a bonus. Ish, ish. I just smoked earlier that day the uh Aladino Corojo Reserva. Yeah. Um so I was like, you know what? This is a Corojo day. So I broke out one of those CLE Corojos. Good cigar. Good yeah. cigar. Really like that cigar. And actually, who was it that commented on that? Um you know what? I don't have it. it. Or they didn't comment on it. I think they sent me a. Uh, I think they sent me like a message, but um, um, yeah. But somebody else had actually. Oh, it was uh, uh Noah, our oh, caller, yeah. our caller Noah. He uh actually sent me a message the next day and was like, "Dude, I'm lighting up the same cigar." So well, there you cool. go. Yeah, yeah. Great the, minds uh, think alike, I guess. Well, there you go. That's been three cigars that we smoked this week. So. Nick, this Arganese, Arganese that we're smoking, the, the Maduro, of course, comes to us from the June My Monthly Cigars box. It does indeed. And I think it's time we tell everybody what is My Monthly Cigars. So My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service where you can get a variety of size uh, boxes sent to your door every month featuring really cool cigars. And we get the El Presidente box, which is eight cigars for $50. Yep. They also have the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. The difference being that the Presidente box comes with two of everything that's in the Robusto box. So it's a good one for sharing and, you know, kind hoarding. of like, or hoarding, you know, doing like what we do, where we sit and have each have one and then uh, uh, talk about it. Well, and that's the good thing about it because, you know, you may have a friend that, you know, doesn't subscribe, but you get it and you can share with somebody, you know, sit down and have or, some drinks. Or you and your friend. Split the cost. It's twenty five exactly. bucks a piece, and you're getting four cigars for twenty five bucks. That's not bad. Yeah, a, you know each exactly. Yeah. So that's not bad. But uh, if you go on over to uh, mymonthlycigars.com and you sign up and you use offer code pulpit p u l p i t, that gets you free shipping on your first box, and it gets you twenty percent off any of the items in Nick's online store where he has cigars and accessories and other fun stuff. And you can rack up Ash Cash that you can use as reward points for future purchases. And soon to be on the website, he should have a uh, link for the fucking good coffee. Fucking. Oh, you said fucking. Fuck. I said fucking. Oh. We did it backwards. We did it backwards, yeah. Oh, my God. I got thrown off. You, I said it you right. You actually did it right, and it threw you. me off. You're oh, right. my God, oh that's my awesome. God. Yeah. I'm glad that's on tape. <laughs> Holy shit. 
Yeah, no, the fucking good coffee exactly. will be on there. So oh at some God. point, but but you can also go to fuckinggoodcoffee.com, I think it is, mm-hmm. and uh, pick up your. And if it's not, we're going to hear about it well, quickly. Exactly, and and they have. He just came out, and if you listen to our last episode, uh, he just came out with the lounge coffee. Yep, the lounge blend or whatever it is, which I have not fired up yet, but I'm going to. Yes, yes. It, you want me to wait and do that when you're over? Yes, I'll hang on to it, and we'll we'll have it together. Second point for the Ashkit ball went right go. over the bench. I like it. Mm-hmm. Getting my shot. There you, you know, go. Making the shot count. Well, there you go. Um, by the way, guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Back again. It's our man Broccoli Rob with a review. Back. Broccoli's back. So guys, uh, let's uh, let's hear from our man Broccoli Rob with a final third Friday I've review. Missed broccoli. It's time for Final Third Friday with my man, Broccoli Rob. Happy Friday, followers of the Cigar Pulpit Cult. This is your man, Brock, hanging out at the Final Third Cigar Deck Lounge. And today I'm reviewing a must-have tool for every cigar smoker for the Final Third Friday Cigar Accessory of the Week. If you're on Instagram or YouTube, you likely have seen Kevin Shahan's page, Cigar Prop. Kevin puts out a lot of great content on YouTube and Instagram and also makes a lot of great cigar accessory tools. This review will be for the Cigar Prop Air Bleed Tool 2.0. The 2.0 is a tool most people don't realize they need until they try one, and then you'll go nowhere without it. It's a simple tool, but it's something you must have when you're bleeding out your lighter. With this tool, you can successfully bleed the air out of your lighter so you can finally refuel it to the max. It's a very sleek design with a hook to be able to attach it to your keychain or bag so it's always within reach. Kevin's air bleed tools are machined aluminum that comes in multiple colors. This was a well thought out product with solid construction that works perfectly each time. With the 2.0, you simply unscrew the cap that reveals the shaft underneath Turn the lighter dial down to the lowest setting, point the lighter nozzle down and insert the bleed tool onto the nozzle and press. The fuel that remains sprays out the side holes of the shaft and once air stops coming out, the lighter is empty and ready for a full refill with a high quality butane. I say high quality butane because there are a lot of inferior products on the market that you don't want to use on these high quality lighters. They tend to gum up the lighter and make them almost unusable. I tend to use either Zycar high quality butane or a Lotus high quality butane. It's always good to bleed your lighter before every refill to keep it functioning properly and to extend the life of your lighter. Once you have one of these tools, you'll wish you would have bought one sooner. It's a must have for any smoker. If you're interested in this tool, Go to CigarProp.com or Instagram at CigarProp and check out this high-quality product that you'll need going forward. It's a one-time purchase unless you lose it, and you'll be using it every day for many, many years to come. If you're located in central Indiana, we also have these located at the Smoke Pit in Greenwood, Indiana, and you can pick one up in multiple colors there as well. By the way, sorry for the short hiatus, friends. I'm glad to be back at it and look forward to engaging you all on the socials. Speaking of the socials, you can follow me on Instagram at Final Third Cigar and also check out FinalThirdCigar.com for full reviews of cigars and other cigar-related content. Have a great week. Remember to relax, stay smoky, and enjoy each cigar you smoke down to the brock. Until next week, cheers. Missed Brock. Yeah, it's good that Brock's back. Brock so, is back. Back again. So yeah, so be be on the lookout for more reviews again from our man Broccoli Rob. FinalThirdCigar.com. Over at FinalThirdCigar.com. So good stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, Nick, as we wrap up here, we're down. I'm nubbing it. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I'm past the final third. I am on the, the uh, I'm, Arganese. I'm in the final third. Um the uh the earthiness has picked up a little bit, the pepper has picked up a little bit. I'm hesitant to do a final third retrohale given the no, uh, that's no glory, baby. given the experience with the halfway retrohale. 
We have um, people right now in harm's way defending our country, and you're scared to do a retro hail. Just want to point that out. I don't know what one has to do with the other, I but I like say, it. I'm like, I don't, I, I fail to see the correlation there. And I'll, oh yeah, see exactly. Point for Gator. I just uh, fired one right over the bench. Right there, you go. This is kind of fun. We should do this more often. Basketball. We need to get a hoop. They have one up at two guys. There you go. They play this in Dave's office. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. And yet something else we ripped off from them. Exactly. <laughs> Inadvertently. In yeah. this case, it was more out of necessity. Because True, because we don't have an ashtray. We don't have an ashtray. Yeah. And we've already made a mess of the deck here. Yes, we have. So Thank God it's windy. It'll blow it away. Will it? Uh, maybe. Not really all that windy. Because I'm still sweating my balls off. <laughs> Anyway. So how do people reach out to us on the social? We're on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D, Gator. I mean, there's no argument. That's my page. And then we're also on Facebook, where we have the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group, where people can go on and share their cigars and interact and just be part of the Cigar Pulpit community. Exactly. It's a good time. Parishioners. It it is. It's a good time. And then we're also on Twitter. We're on YouTube. At some point, we need to do this damn cereal thing, man. Yeah. You getting grief about that? No. You I, should be. I, I'm not, but it's it's more of a personal thing in that, like, I've thrown this you out wanna there. You want to prove yourself right. I want to prove myself. Okay. Exactly. I'm, you know what? Every time I say that, I never do it, but I, I we ought to do that this weekend. I'm trying to think if I have anything going on this weekend that would prevent me from doing that. I know uh, coming up, we're going to be recording with Pinky. Well, that's true. But that's the charcuterie that board episode. That is the episode. charcuterie board episode. So, so yeah. Yeah, so the two won't go together they, well. They won't go together well, but um, but maybe. I'd say, I'd say in the next two weeks, we just make this happen. At least in the next two weeks, we're going we're gonna to make this happen. Yep. And then, uh, but anyway, and then you can reach out to us through the Contact the Pulpit page on CigarPulpit.com. And then, obviously, you guys, you need to call the Ask the Boys hotline. At area code 863-874-0000. I do have a couple of calls for Tuesday already, but not that many. Like, maybe like two. We like calls. They and spark so, conversation. Exactly. And so, you know, this past Wednesday was, or Wednesday, this past Tuesday's episode was really good with uh, Nick and with all those calls. Oh, I, yeah. I really enjoyed that. I like like the listener interaction. I like the questions. So, guys, get your questions into us through the Ask the Boys hotline. Uh, area code 863-874-0000. Get stupid with it. And again, this is how we recruit people for Listener Interaction Tuesday. It's true. We want people that are going to be interesting to part, you know, to participate in that. Yep. And so, you know, when you call the hotline, just be a goof. Be yourself. You know, have fun with it. I mean, it's not anything super serious. You're literally just talking to an answering machine. Yeah. You know? And that's the that thing. we're going to play for the whole world to hear. Well, but... They, yeah, but I mean, whatever. Don't like divulge your social security number or anything. No. Or if you are going to divulge your social security number, don't be surprised if maybe somebody takes out a credit card with it. Exactly. But you, you want to keep that to yourself. Exactly. But, but close to the vest is. But by work. and large, just you know, be be cool about it, and everything will be fine. There you go. Mm-hmm. Well, I have enjoyed the Argonies. Holy cow! Did you retro? I did. <laughs> oh, it's not making me cough, cough, but that pepper lingers in the sinuses, dude. Yeah, it's strong. Lingers Whoa. hard in the sinuses. Yeah. That, um, but I will yeah, say it's hanging on. the draw on this was really good. The construction on was really good. The ash held together really, really well. I just kept ashing because I was worried about nuking myself, so that's why yeah. I kept like ashketballing. But by and large, this was a good cigar. I liked it. Yep. Well, there you go. Same here. Simple, but good. Yeah, I'm fine with that, as long as it's a good cigar. I mean, it has an MSRP of, like, six and a quarter, which my whole thing with that is, like, you know, look, if it's a $6 cigar, I think I I would get $6 out of the cigar. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yep, I concur. I mean, you charge me 10 bucks for this? Eh. 12 would be right out. Oh, just right out. Right out. But but $6? Yeah, all day. All day. All day. All day. Well, there you go. All day. All day. All day. <laughs> inside joke. Sorry. Oh, I really want to explain that inside joke, too. Oh, we we can't. You sure? Yeah. It was a former employee of mine. Does he it, listen? I don't know, but I don't want to embarrass We him. don't have to name names. I kind of no. want, want to explain this inside joke. 
Go ahead. <laughs> no, no. This happened at your place. You know the intricacies of this story. Yeah, we'll let it go. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's afraid of a lawsuit. Yes, he is. <laughs> but suffice to say, it went on all day. It did go on all day. All day. Didn't he have a hole in his pants? Oh, my God. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> and with that, it's been another oh sermon from gosh. the cigar pulpit. All right. Well, there we go. So, yeah. So, guys, uh, wrapping up here, um, uh, call the hotline. Give us your questions. If you maybe have recently found us and uh, are just listening to it this way, Give us a subscribe on uh, whatever platform you're listening on your podcast to. And you know what? Here's something that I, I always fail to ask you all to do, Uh-oh. and it would be a big help. Send us a dollar each? No. Oh, I thought it was some sort of pyramid thing. Like Leave a review. Oh, okay. Like if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, just leave a review. Just it's, a not, it's not one of those where they you give someone a dollar, then they have to give 12 people a dollar. No, 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 no. This not is, one of those. This is a, this is a, I want, leave a review. That's and, all I want. And a dollar. No. We'll take a dollar. No money. Oh, okay. I just want a review. Prefer- I'll take a dollar. Preferably a five-star review, because I want to know what Jackoff got on there and gave us a three-star review. Oh, because, oh, that. Because here's the thing. If you're going to be ballsy enough to go on to Apple and leave a three-star review for us, yeah. at least have the freaking nuts to leave an actual text review explaining your review. I'm pretty sure that's the kind of thing they get your ass kicked. Because <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna rate me lower than a five star, you damn well better tell me yeah, man up. Man up and tell me what cost me those two stars. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean they might have listened. <laughs> Valid, but you know what? There's plenty of people that listen all the time that actually like this dribble. I know, right? So, you know, anyway. Look, it entertains us, so we hope it entertains if others. If you enjoy the show, leave a five-star review on whatever platform you may be listening yes. to this to. Because it does help us get found by other new people and, you know, help the help the podcast grow. So, Yep, and if nothing else, we want this to grow. We do. Yep. We do. It's true. We do. I mean, I think we owe it to uh, Riverman tell you, though, and my monthly JRE, JRE Tobacco. Yep. I will tell you, our our numbers are doing really well, mm-hmm. and that's all thanks to the listeners. That's you guys. We can't advertise. It's all you word of mouth telling the people that you know at your cigar lounges, your friends, um, you know about the podcast and letting them tune in. And here's the deal: they tune in once, they're going to get hooked on the stupidity. They try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, now I would recommend don't like binge listen. I I do fear that that hurt, causes permanent brain damage <laughs> you know so probably try and limit yourself to two episodes a day there's probably I, a little like, truth well, to that. like jim Beebe, i know the gentleman that made us those little cool oh, cigar yeah, props the, you know the, the, uh, smoking, the cat. smoking cat yeah. cigar props which by the way guys if you don't have a smoking cat approved cigar prop you really should get you one. really need to look up jim Beebe on instagram and as i'm talking about this i will look up his uh his instagram account so that you can uh go check that out but um no you you need to uh you need to get in on that because um, I'm telling you, it, it's it's good times. It's a must-have prop. It is a must-have. It's it it's is. significant. I mean, it's heavy. Yeah, and it's nice. Actually, if you go to Smoking Cat Approved, and that's Smoking with no G, uh, so it's just S M O K I N, Smoking Cat Approved, and um, check it out. You can get yourself a Smoking Cat Approved cigar prop, and I'm telling you. These are awesome cigar props. We love them. I use it all the time. And I've lost mine. Have you really? I can't keep anything. God damn it, Jeff. Do you still have the Calibri cutter you bought for yourself? I do still have that. Okay. That's, that's actually in the Jeep. It, I can prove. I have proof of life. So, I you mani- you. so you managed to hang on to that. It's in my uh, travel humidor. Okay. Yep. Anyway, so go over to Smoking Cat Approved. Get yourself a cigar prop and enjoy that. But the reason I bring that up. Is Jim Beebe has been marathoning our show. Uh oh, and I've That's been, and I have be been good for warning him that he needs to watch it because it can p- cause permanent brain damage. And he's joked with me that his wife actually did say something to him about how he seems a little slower lately. So I'm just saying, <laughs> it's messed up. I'm just saying, you guys listen to us, but you know, in moderation. And by the way, just as we finish up here, <laughs> at 6:40 on Wednesday when we record this. 
Bitcoin is up to $37,566, and I am at an 8.41 percentage. I'm up 8.41. When are you cashing out? Probably as soon as we're off the air. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. I've made 8%. I'm good. There you go. Well, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky.